Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, going to do the uh, 1 o'clock call of the day in a minute here. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. By the way, the UCLA Bruins. Oi. Ooh. Oi, Vang. God. Oh, Bergie. Bergman. Come Bergman. on, man. Bergman. Yeah. Is this it? Is this it for Chip? You want him gone, right? I've always wanted him gone. I still want him gone. <laughs> I've wanted him gone after the USC game when they looked, because that was fool's gold. That was all fool's gold. And everybody that actually watched UCLA football saw that game and said, none of this is real. This is all fake. And mm-hmm. they sh- they did it again on Saturday against Cal. So they ASU, finished what, nothing. Seven, seven and five, right? Seven and five. Yeah. It, See, shouldn't, now I, it shouldn't happen. And by the way, people are leaving now. People are le- already leaving the, the the program. Who's leaving? Keegan Jones is a running back. He right. Was, he stepped up. He's a grad transfer. He's leaving. Yeah. Um, there's another guy who I forgot who it was right now. So there are guys. You say there are guys yeah. bailing oh, on Cam the program. Cam Brown is a wide receiver. He's leaving. Yeah, but this is like this is what it is now in college football. Oh, no, no. I mean, they're, every, they're all everybody, going to leave. Everybody who everybody who's a fan of whatever school probably could go through their roster right now and go, hey, the season ended, and this guy's leaving, and this guy's leaving, and this guy's leaving. Um, the thing about the Chip Kelly thing is, Mace, yeah. is that two weeks ago it was he's gone no matter what, no matter what happens in the USC game. Yes. Then the report was, no, somebody spoke to the athletic director, and he's thrown his support behind Chip Kelly. And so then it was like, well, he's probably not going to get fired. Well, and then Casey, you mentioned Casey Wasserman, right? I did not mention Casey just now, but Casey Wasserman is like the biggest, you know, Bruin donor, right? And he also weighed in pro Chip Kelly. Very pro Chip Kelly. Yeah, before the USC game. So that's whatever he wants. He kind of gets whatever he wants. You think he's going to change his mind? Uh, I, well, I don't this think loss he, to Cal was bad. I mean, it, it was, was terrible. really bad. At home, yeah. At right. home, you put up seven like points. Oh, it's to a really bad disgusting. team. Yeah. And here is uh, it's Kobe Walsh, who was a a long snapper for UCLA. Oh, that's he's like, right. He's like, get him out, Kobe. Get Kobe. him out. Jump on that. Let me see Kobe. Let me take a look at him. Come on, get him. Get him close by. Let me take a look. So he wants him gone too. Kobe Walsh. Kobe wants him gone also. Snapper for the UCLA Bruins. I want him. Out of there. I wanted Why? him out of there. I mean, Why? What did he do to you? Come on. You know there's a story here. What did he do? He screwed you over, didn't he? You should have been the snapper on field goals I, I, and extra points, true. and he screwed you over, didn't he? He did do that, but he also did put me on scholarship. So, like, okay, I can't really get too upset at him, but he is horrible. What's and he like to play for? Jeez, I he's, don't believe this. The guy gave you a scholarship, and you're going to come on the air and bag on him like this? Come on, Kobe on Walsh. Him. I want him, I want he's being a, Kobe's being gone. a journalist. Do better, bro. I want him gone. He doesn't know how to recruit. 56th ranked recruiting class. I think that's second to last in the Big Ten for next year. Oh, wow. That's not going to get it done. Yeah. And what's, what's his temperament when he's, like, meetings and stuff? Not, uh, none. He's No just, temperament? He's just... Born without a temperament. Like, just <laughs> Just temperamentless. Just monotone. Like, monotone the Energy whole time. is just like... Never goes up, never goes down. Huh. And Kobe, then, I got to get you out there and do some field goal snapping for me, man. Oh, hey. that's right. Anytime. Anytime. All right, Kobe. Thanks for uh, calling for Chip's head. 
Unbelievable, this yeah, guy. That's guy great. gives him a scholarship. It's probably one of those like emotional scholarships too. Like after the game, they're like, "Hey, everybody, everybody, come on up here. I want to give a scholarship to the guy who just snapped the game-winning field goal." And everybody goes crazy, and Kobe gets a scholarship, and now he's calling for the coach's firing on the most powerful radio station in America. That's true. Is this that's kid right. out of his mind? No, I. You know what? I say Kobe's hot takes are awesome. <laughs> it's a Kobe hot take. <laughs> out with Chip. Look, it's it's the recruiting is an actual issue. It's yeah. things that you would you think would be important to, especially for an offensive coach, go out and recruit. He doesn't recruit a kicker. The guy missed a 22-yard field goal yesterday. Oh my uh, God. He doesn't recruit offensive line as much as he should be doing. The, the things that he's – he only goes out after certain types of guys, and it's usually skill positions like – Running backs and wide receivers and a and they messed up on a quarterback. They have no quarterback. It's, it's well, it's an they, absolute they had disaster. that Dante Moore kid who got hurt and he was like one of the top quarterback uh, recruits. In he the was country. A, he was a five star and he is proving to not be as much of a five star. He has not on, looked man. good. I know he's young. He's eighteen, so you yeah. give him time. Yeah, I, mean, I have no problem with that. Kid. He is not showing the ability to to figure it out late, and that's why he got benched. But here's the thing: he's he what? is eighteen years old. Sure. He did throw a bunch of pick sixes in three straight oh, games. Oh God, that was so and, bad. And you know what? They decided. Hey, look, rather than put this kid out there and make it worse, let's put him on the bench and let's let's cultivate this kid. And you've got to hope that that guy stays. But here's the only thing. I'll just say this about Chip Kelly. I'm not saying he's some great coach. He's not in the Nick Saban category. He's not in the Bear Bryant category. He's not in the Bobby Bowden category. He's not one of the all-time greats. He had a really, really nice run at Oregon, and Oregon has an excellent program that is highly funded and, and is ready to go into this new conference. UCLA's program, not ready. Is there a coach that can make them ready? Let me meet them. Like, give me five candidates. Show me some names. Give me a lineup and let me pick. But for so, right now, I don't know what's better. Yeah. This, this whole thing about show me the guy, like, I would, I wish I had a name for you right off of the course. top of my head. However, however, the best coach that USC probably has ever had was Pete Carroll. Which what did you know anything about Pete Carroll? Yeah, he was yeah. A, he, yeah, was he was a, a former NFL coach, coach, failed NFL head, failed coach. NFL head coach. However, NFL. he was the sixth choice. He wasn't the first. They right. went after a bunch of guys. It didn't work out. So this is the same kind of thing that can happen here. Danton Lynn is a is a very good defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's ready to be a to be a head coach, but it's gonna be somebody like he's that. only thirty three years old. Yeah. Danton Lynn? Danton Lynn. I don't think it matters about age anymore. I mean, what? Uh, but Lincoln, that, Lincoln be, Riley's like forty or one. But he would be the youngest. He might be the youngest college football coach in America. Well, I mean, how old was Sean McVay when he became the Rams coach? Yeah, he was thirty. He oh, was thirty-one. True. true. I don't think the age matters anymore. I th- and also, who the guy that comes out is always is going to be somebody that you have no idea who he is. It could be something like a defensive coordinator somewhere or an offensive coordinator in the pros. It doesn't matter what. He is not Chip Kelly is not going out and he's not recruiting. He's not going into NIL. He's not doing the things that you do you need to do to get a win. Six years. Six years and he's twenty six and twenty six in conference right. with three wins. That's it. Three wins against a team that finished with above five hundred. Okay, record. but in fairness, if if you take his early UCLA because he started out three and nine, four and eight, three and four during the pandemic. Fine, year. take away those three years. It's still three wins. Twenty four and thirteen over the last three years. Yeah, but st- that would be I think three that, wins in conference how, what's that are above five hundred. What's the three year record that you think is acceptable at UCLA? Twenty-four and thirteen is his current record. What what did he need to do to get your he approval? He needed to win big games. He needed to win against teams like U- like USC? U- USC. He did beat USC. Yep, and th- that's one of your that's that your wins. Big. Above, that does, but it's 
yes, it counts big, but it still isn't getting you anywhere. You're not even fighting. You're not even fighting for a Pac-12 championship. Here's what I think is is interesting. So over the weekend, we saw Auburn, Alabama, and that crazy finish. That was an amazing finish. Amazing. God, amazing. that was incredible. How long did the Alabama quarterback have to throw that ball? Uh, the defense and what a placement. was so questionable on that play. The way they set that up, the way Auburn schemed up, didn't make any right. sense. Um, and then you had Michigan, Ohio State, and that's mm-hmm. to the death, and Michigan ended up winning that. USC-UCLA apparently is not to the death anymore. Apparently no. it's not the big rivalry that we no. always thought. Mm-hmm. Michigan-Ohio State is a big deal no matter who's good and no matter who's bad. Auburn-Alabama, big deal no matter who's good and no matter who's bad. Auburn's not a good team, but hung in there. But those games still mean something. For some reason, SC-UCLA, it means a lot to me, but it doesn't mean a lot to other people. No, it does not mean anything to anybody nationally, which is why the game was on so but early. But even locally, Kathy. No, but not- I know. But, but like, so here last week when we were all together at Sunday Swagger, yeah. Bergman and I were on the side of this game is meaningless. You, Mace, were on the side of, no, this still has a lot of meaning. Yeah, I mean, you beat as, UCLA. Right, and then as soon as UCLA won, Bergie was out there you know, cheerleading you know, because his team had won. Yep. And so it did mean something to him. But nationally it did. I would say this. I don't think nationally Auburn, Alabama was is as meaningful as it might have been at one time. But I think that the reason Michigan and Ohio State is is so meaningful nationally is because it's number two versus number three. But you know what, All Cappy? I lived in Ohio. There were years where Michigan sucked and Ohio State uh, was powerful and that game still meant something, and vice versa. Uh, during the uh, Schembechler era, it was life and death. During the Woody Hayes, during the John, uh, John what was that guy's name? John Cooper? Wasn't yeah, John Cooper, Cooper at, at Ohio State. He yep. could never beat Michigan. He was a very good record, never beat Michigan. They ran him out already. Ohio State fans want Ryan Day gone because he's 1-3 against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, has lost three years in a row to uh, the Wolverines. So those rivalries seem to mean a lot more than SCUCLA. Even here in Los Angeles, it seems mm-hmm. to have lost its... Well, when the teams are not playing for anything... I mean, seriously, when there's there's no yeah, but playoff, what was Auburn playing for? There's no, I don't know what Auburn was playing for because I didn't follow SEC football all year. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what Auburn's deal is this year, but I know that Alabama struggled early and they came back with this quarterback and they finished strong. And um, listen, Georgia, Georgia Tech, does that have national appeal? Not really. Not really, but, but it's, it it's, must have appeal in Georgia. It well, does, and it and it turned out to be a much better game. Let me ask you this: Is Washington, Washington State? Does that have national appeal? No, just local appeal. So that's the but, difference there. So Washington, Washington State, Auburn, and Alabama. Alabama is still fighting for a shot at, at the playoff. And Washington, if they lose, Auburn, they're out of the playoff. But Auburn's six and six. It doesn't matter. Alabama well, only has one games, loss. Though, it's these a rivalry one loss. games are all close. I mean, Georgia, Georgia Tech was a competitive game. Oregon, Oregon State. I mean, they're all, you know, these kinds of games, they're generally competitive, these rivalry games. I mean, Oregon, Oregon State but, wasn't. But, but they're for something. They're still, you're, one of them is still fighting for a playoff spot. So, of course, the rival wants to knock you out of the playoff spot. Auburn wants to knock Alabama out of any type of contention into the playoffs. Mace, you know Washington why State wants to, watch, wants to knock Washington Why is that, happy? Right. You know why I think Mace feels this, though, Bergie? Because the fact of the matter is, just like last year when USC went to the Cotton Bowl and lost to Tulane, mostly because... Nobody, nobody cared. really cared. Care. Yeah, nobody cared. You know what the problem is with SC? Once you're out of it, and I mean out of like the playoff conversation yep. or championship conversation, once you're out of it, you don't even have enough pride yep. to, to go into the UCLA game and go, hey, it's still our rival. Yeah. We still, like USC, for all intent and purposes, really didn't even show up in no, that no, UCLA they rolled, game. They just rolled over. Right. And so the coach doesn't have the history of the rivalry. Yep. The quarterback, the quarterback. is a hired gun. Yep. 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, nobody at SC was willing to die out there for this rivalry win. Nobody. Well, and maybe that's what it is more than anything, is that USC is going to recruit a bunch of guys through the portal this year who have no real – they're grad transfers, you know, guys that have already – uh, got their undergraduate degrees and their grad transfers and they're hanging out for one more year like Jordan Addison did or or uh, uh, Caleb Williams hung out for two years but they don't really have any true connection to the school and it's we're in the era of free agency I mean I gotta believe Lincoln Riley is going to be in that portal searching for defensive players this year yeah I would think so but you know there, there was an assumption at the beginning of the Lincoln Riley era which was USC because of the Los Angeles market by itself, yep. and because of Lincoln Riley's history, that USC will have so much money to spend that everybody will want to come play at SC and that the big market schools will have more money for NIL. And honestly, it has not played out that way. If, in fact, if anything, you look at the schools like Georgia and Alabama and LSU, and these, they, they are the SEC schools, and they pump money into football. I'm not saying USC doesn't. I'm just saying that the assumption that they would automically get all the great players because they would have more money to spend, that has not played out. Yeah. You know, I, Daniel Jeremiah, right? The guy to move the sticks. He's a yeah, huge college yeah. football guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. He says, I think we're in for a wild quarterback carousel ride in the transfer Agreed. portal. So most likely USC, USC is going, is going to, to have get a hired a, gun. Yes, exactly. Yeah, a, I mean, a Caleb Williams type. Yeah, that I've would heard. be unfortunate, by the way, because the kid that they recruited from Los Alamitos, Malachi Nelson, that guy went to USC, sat there this year, learned and prepared and should be ready next year to take over the starting job, presumably. And if they go out and just recruit over him, that's the problem, is that nobody cares about the program because nobody's been in it for yeah, a long here's, time. Yeah, but here's the problem. if they, My understanding is they're not, uh, and Malachi's been there for a while, they're not as high on him as, as the world is. They've had wow. a chance to see him, and they want to – uh, find whoever that guy is who transfers in and is a hired gun, whether it's a grad student. Or, and they they feel like, I, this is my my assumption, that they're going to go into the transfer portal and they're going to find a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the way college football works now. Like last year, the entire defensive line, uh, they were transfer. Uh, they were transfers. They came through the transfer portal. Yeah, Nobody, by the way, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Not a single person in the secondary came through the transfer portal, Mace, I'll, and I'll that showed up. I'll tell you this. My alma mater, yeah. this year they did the same thing. They went into the transfer portal, and they yeah. got a kid. Uh, this kid was from the Pittsburgh area. Nice. He went to Notre Dame out of high school. So right. if you go to Notre Dame, you're big time, right? Yeah. Right? Didn't work out at Notre Dame. Went to Boston College. Had uh, Had all these stats at Boston College. Came to Pitt, and guess what? He stunk. And so they, they thought that they were getting the right guy in the transfer portal. It is a total, total crapshoot. No different right. than the first round of the NFL draft. Agreed. You had three guys in the first round of the NFL draft this year. One guy's really good, one guy's not very good, and one guy got hurt. Yes. Well, here's the thing about 30%. it, 30%. Cappy, I think, I think that uh, we live in an era of college football free agency. And I think if you do, like, for example, Georgia took six guys through the transfer portal. This is this is the way of college football now. So Lincoln Riley needs to be, you almost need to be a GM to be a head coach. Yeah, but no, you know like, what else you need? You, you need a base of guys. You, you, you can go into the portal every year and get six guys or eight guys, and guys are going to come and guys are going to go. But you got to have guys that care about your program, guys that love going to school there, guys yeah. that play for USC, not for Lincoln. You're Riley. right. You, you, that's a really good point. You got to have a ba- okay. Bergman say. By the way, uh, I I got this uh, in the mafia. Uh, it says death to the call of the day. 
Uh, Mason and Ireland get the worst callers of all the shows. Well, we didn't do one today. We didn't do one? No. I but you did to. mention a couple of things that I got to talk to you about because okay. I'm really worried about getting canceled about something that you said. Okay. Uh, America's Sweetheart. Okay, yeah, let's do that next. America's Sweetheart was on TV over the weekend. By the way, did you look at that thing that I sent? What thing? I texted you guys a thing, a play that I think is the most amazing play of the weekend. Talk about that coming up, too. And by the way, watched LAFC last night. I'll talk about that. Mason, Ireland, it is actually, it is a combo plate. Cappy's here. I'm here. 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hashtag combo plate. Hashtag combo plate forever. Yes. Going to have a lot of combo action this week. CPF. CPF. Combo plate forever. There you go. Me and you, Mace, on uh, on Thursday out at Yamava Morales. I'm excited about that. Yeah, we we got a little shtick going on out there. Oh, am I supposed to eat that hot dog? Yeah, not not supposed to. You volunteered to. You did it all on your own. You said, oh, I can do that. That's easy. Uh, then I, but I know nobody showed me a picture. Yeah, absolutely did. And you said, I can still do that. Dude, we got to show you the YouTube video of the guy who broke the world record. He took it down in like three minutes and changed. The entire thing with all the stuff on top? Yeah. So he no. Had, so, yeah, so it's the bread, right? Then it's the 22-inch glizzy. And then it's like all the chili and the bacon and the French fries and everything else that's on top of this thing, right? This guy decided he had a game plan. He was practicing the night before in his room. Yeah. He went in, grabbed the glizzy with both hands. Yeah pulled out like 18 of the 22 inches yep. and they just started to mow it down dude just started to yeah put that, so yeah. did he broke it up into sections like he ate the bread first no he went he went glizzy first he went underneath he scooped the glizzy out of the all the, of the all the stuff. stuff you know what i mean like he went to the root of the issue yeah and then he pulled the root out and he just started to slam it down dude mm. you got to try it mace i'll give it a go yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll break it into uh, components and eat it a little bit at a time. Mace, use a I'm fork not, and a knife. I'm not going to go for the world record. No, nah, but use a fork and a knife. See if you can put down the whole thing in the entire time we're on the air. Yeah. Yeah, you got two and a half hours. You can do it. Okay, I got something to play for you, Cappy. I've paid my due. Yeah. 
time after time. There she is. 77 years old. Dressed in Dallas Cowboy cheerleader gear. Performing... We're the champions, and we will rock you at halftime of the Cowboys game. If you don't like Dolly Parton, you don't like America. Cappy? Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, honestly, like it was one of the worst performances. Oh, shut I up. can't even believe it. No, that I'm is serious. so bad. Like, and I just and I know I shouldn't even be saying this because I know that like the popular thing to say that I should say, the right thing to say. Oh my God, Dolly Parton's awesome. She's America's sweetheart. Look at her. She's seventy-seven years old. She looks great in that Dallas Cowboy uniform. She does. What are, What are you going to take away from it? Horrible. She, you're talking about horrible. You don't like the song, or you don't the like her singing. You don't the whole like any performance of it. Was the, every honestly the whole performance was was you're, horrendous. If you don't like Dolly Parton, you don't like America. Well, I love America, but here's the thing, Mace. I was at a concert last summer, yeah. Doheny State Beach. Okay. Seventy-five-year-old Stevie Nicks took the stage. Oh, she probably spun around like crazy, right? Stevie Dressed all Nicks, in black and spinning around. Stevie Nicks can still do it, man. Yeah. She's amazing. She's great. Last week, I was at Yamava, and I saw Jefferson Starship. Oh, yeah. Cap, uh, uh, Morales said they were great. The guy who's the lead singer, 85 years old. Get out of here. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Insane yeah. how great the performance was. Watching Dolly Parton, horrendous. Oh, my God. This, horrendous. You have such a disconnect. By the way, here's a little nugget about Dolly Parton. Do you know she donated... Uh, the money to Vanderbilt University to help create the coronavirus vaccine. That is wonderful. When For she, that, we love Dolly When Parton. she got uh, the shot, she said, uh, I got a shot of my own medicine mm-hmm. after she invented the COVID vaccine. Wow, how about that? Little did we know. Dolly Parton invented the COVID vaccine. Yep. Surprised there were people that were skeptical. I mean, come on. For real? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to read the article from the New York Times. Last year, Dolly Parton donated a million dollars to Vanderbilt University, which worked with the drug maker Moderna to develop one of the first coronavirus vaccines to be authorized in the United States. I just, I just honestly, I had to think about this a little bit. Am I going to be honest with everybody? Am I going to, like, really tell you oh, what I think? Oh, you should always be honest. Or, or am I going to just do what I'm supposed to do, which is all of a sudden There's America no requirement. Dolly Parton? There's okay. no requirement to Listen. like Dolly Parton. Listen, there's a, she's, first of all, like she's not singing her stuff. That that was the first. No, she part. did a whole album of of uh, duets with different people, like Paul McCartney and. Uh, yeah, I but mean, like that's I'm just her saying, album. In this performance that she just gave, yeah, in Dallas, like I, I, she wasn't doing her stuff. I mean, some of it, I guess, may have been. No, the, no, it was all. She, she did these two songs. Yeah, the no, there was more to it. She actually did. An, I don't remember what else she did, but but she's wearing this like Cowboys, this Dallas Cowboy outfit. cheerleader uniform. Yeah, look. If if Dolly Parton's midriff were exposed, she's a seventy-seven-year-old lady. I mean, she looks great. She her hair, her makeup, she looks great. Yeah, I'm telling you, seventy-seven. She looks amazing. The costume, my opinion, don't cancel me. Not for her. Okay, that's number one. Yeah. Number two, here's the worst. You're part. allowed to have, by the way, a negative take on Dolly. I'm going to have a negative take. Gonna get okay, people are going to cancel me over this. No, I get not going to cancel cancellation you. of Dolly oh, right. Parton. I don't fans. like Dolly Parton. I'm canceled. Come on. Listen. Listen. Someone explain this to me. Okay. Why was Dolly Parton holding on to the stage the entire time? So, so like, over her shoulder, there was, like, this Dallas Cowboy star or yes, something? Yes, yes. And she was holding on to it with her right hand. 
Then she would very gently walk across the stage, and then she would put her left hand on it, and there was like no movement of any kind other well, than she's, she's not, like trying she's never not to fall. Danced. I'm not suggesting that she's, she's Janet not Jackson. Janet Jackson. She's, That's it's right. not Dolly Parton Rhythm Nation. Right. right. She. I get it. She's not Britney Spears. Right. She's not Beyonce. I, I got it. Okay. She's mm-hmm. not Riri. I mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> but she looked like she was like going to fall. Yeah. We have a total disconnect on this. Am I wrong here for yeah. just saying that it was? No, a you're not wrong to say it. I don't care if you say just it. Horrible. I just think you're wrong. And I, I, when did Dolly Parton all of a sudden, and I, listen, I mean, 9 to 5 in 1983 was oh great. Oh, my God. Dolly Parton has written so many friggin' songs. Yeah, I, but, but, you, but is she making, like, some big comeback right now or something? She's on an album out. I, you'll have to excuse me, Mace. I haven't bought the new Dolly Parton album. Yeah, it's her, uh, let's see, her and Paul McCartney. It's well, that all, sounds it's, nice. It's all her with uh, kind of rock icons. Okay, well... That would have that would have saved the show in Dallas. I'll tell you that right now. What if, if McCartney showed up? <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, listen again. The outfit cracked me up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the inability to stand on the stage without oh, holding come on, to on. It you're was criticizing very a funny. seventy-seven-year-old woman. Yeah. That was very funny. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, can I do uh, one more thing? Here? <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, did anybody else see this other than you and me? Look, I. Everybody saw, First everybody of all, saw it. it was it, there's highlights of it all over the place. Right. Now. She she absolutely pulled off the outfit, which I'm shocked to say is true. Like her, she looked good in the outfit. If she was younger, be like, wow, that's amazing. She looked really good in it. The performance was whatever. The performance was what it was. I wasn't. Why is she hanging on to the stage? Was she gonna fall? <laughs> She's 77 years <laughs> exactly. old. She got on stage. I didn't put her on stage. She got on stage. 77 years old. BC, did you see this? I didn't honestly. Yeah. Mm. You don't even know who Dolly Parton is, do you? I know her music. Did oh, you? You don't know her. <laughs> hey, music. let me ask you guys real quick. Did you watch the video clip I sent? Yes. Yeah, I, I had saw it. that earlier. Yeah, did yeah. the bicycle cat? Did yeah. you watch it, Cappy? Not yet. I wanted to watch. Oh it. my god! Do do that. We'll talk about that. We'll do some Lakers. Um, and I've got a great moment from the Michigan-Ohio State game we'll play. Mason, Ireland, seven ten ESPN. And let me tell you about my friend Jacob M. Ronnie. Okay, so hope you had a great Thanksgiving. But if you were driving to your in-laws over the river, through the woods, to grandmother's house or wherever, and somebody crashed into you, did you call Jacob? Jacob was working on Thursday and Black Friday, and yes, even Saturday and Sunday. Jacob and his team were available 24-7, and that means literally 365 days a year. With representatives available to answer your calls in English or Spanish, you can call Jacob anytime you have suffered an injury because of somebody else's negligence. But if you were recently injured in an accident and haven't called Jacob, it's still not too late. Give him a call today for a free consultation and let Jacob handle your conversations with the insurance company, arrange to get you a rental car, schedule your doctor's appointments, all that stuff without paying a penny out of pocket. And by the way, if you've got an attorney now and they flaked on you, call Jacob. He will give you a second opinion and see if he can revive your case. And I guarantee you he will do everything he can. A lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob. He'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember, accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Call Jacob.com. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Okay, lot. Uh, are you in the circle of trust today, Cappy? Um, I haven't been in the circle of trust. I will go into the circle of trust yeah, here in a matter of moments. Check in. Uh, I'm in the mafia, and Raul says Mason and Cap work really well together. Well, you know, Mace, you and I actually kind of like each other. Yeah. 
Like we're kind of into each other. We in a are. Weird way. Yeah, totally. You know, I like when I saw I was working with you. I was like, great, dude. Wait till Thursday. Yeah. Oh, Thursday. Thursday. Yamava is going to be amazing. It's going to be great. By the way, Debbie writes, Cappy, you're so wrong. I know. I know. Nobody, nobody likes Parton. my opinion on this. Drew Can says, I talk? Ha, it's my ha, 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 ha. Yes, Kaplan. Dolly looks sorry. Get Can in. I talk? It's my yes. show. Yes. Oh. Is Sedano there? No. Who was that? No. Can Sedano? I talk? It's my yes. show. Yes. That was Sedano last week. Oh. oh. This, you were talking about how, Cappy, how you like working. You like Mace. You can. This is. You don't get this. On Can I talk? It's my yes. show. Yes. It's my show. Oh, Shadano <laughs> called it his show. But it was did, to me. He, he said that to Bergie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a really good drop. It is a good drop. It Dude, I'm, good drop. I am in the circle of trust right now. And, like, this guy, John Goss, is telling me, hey, Cappy, Mickey Thomas of Starship is 73, not 85, but point taken. Wrong. That's not who I'm talking about. The guy who was the lead singer of Starship yeah. last week at Yamava was 85 years old. I don't remember his name. He's not a name that I remember because um, I said I didn't remember his name for the third time. Uh, 85 years old. Everybody's on me about this whole Dolly Parton thing. I think the reason everybody likes it, oh, she's cute. She's 77. Look, she's wearing that Dallas Cowboys cheerleader uniform. To me, I, I didn't like it. I didn't, think it. I didn't think it was the right outfit, and I didn't think the singing was very good, and I didn't understand the holding on to the stage. And I'm not anti-Dolly. I just didn't think it was a good performance. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, there are other people that, you know, Dre says I agree with Cappy. There are a lot good. of people. All right. That, Where are you people? Can somebody help me out here? Yeah. So they're, they're, they're chiming in. Right. So I want. There's one thing I wanted to play, and then we'll do Lakers. Okay. Okay. So this is at the end of the Michigan Ohio State game. I'm hoping this plays on the radio. I'm hoping it does. So everybody has flooded the field, right? Crowd has stormed the field. So the entire big house is like mm-hmm. everybody's on the field celebrating. <laughs> Hundred thousand people on the field, and they start playing uh, the Killers, Mr. Brightside. Mm-hmm. And I want you to hear what happens as they go along here. Okay. They're singing with the music. (laughs) Here we go. How awesome wow. is that? Wow. The entire stadium is singing the killers. Wow. So somebody check me on this, but like, has that become the theme song for Michigan football this year? Or is that something that I should know for it's, years past it's a good has point. been their thing? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that song is a thing or not. Maybe it is a thing at Michigan. Because the line that they they played um, about destiny is calling me. Yes. Like, I would think that Michigan, given what's gone on with their program this year, that that's kind of probably yeah. like their their theme. Like, you know what? Hey, our coach has been suspended. Yep. People think we're a bunch of cheaters. Yep. But you know what? Destiny is calling me. And so maybe that's like their theme song. They're mis- it's Mr. Brightside. You oh, like that really one better cool. than Dolly. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, if Dolly Parton would have sang that song and while holding on to the <laughs> stage Mr. while wearing Brightside, a Cowboys sure. cheerleader <laughs> uniform, <laughs> you kind of liked it a little bit more. Okay, so uh, Lakers tonight, Cappy. You ready? Um, Joel Embiid versus Anthony Davis. Here we go. Yeah, I I would like to see Anthony Davis do obviously what he did against the Cavaliers and yep. not what he did against the Mavericks. Yes. And I think if anybody who's listening, you're you're probably thinking to yourself, well, no duh. I mean, we all want to see him score thirty two points, not ten points. It's not that for me, Mace. 
you realize that in that game against Dallas on Friday night, and gosh, it seems like ages ago. Was yeah, it Friday? It was. It was, well, no, was, it? It was Wednesday night. Wasn't Wednesday. It? Yeah. Wednesday. Gosh, it's how long we've been off for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, the the issue is is that Anthony Davis took ten shots. Yes. You know, I mean, you're, you're going to play 36 minutes. You're going to only one shot in the fourth quarter. Didn't score in the second half in that Dallas right. game. Right. You're, you're taking ten shots, and then in the next game against Cleveland, you play 38 minutes, so about the same amount of time. And you're and you a monster. Take twice as many shots. Yeah. Here's my issue with Anthony Davis. I, I understand having an off night. The problem is that when LeBron has an off night, because mm-hmm. everybody's going to, LeBron will score 18 with eight rebounds and five assists or something like that. It's That's his off night. Anthony Davis's off night, he disappears completely. What Anthony Davis needs and what the Lakers need is for Anthony Davis to have a good, bad night. Not a bad good night? No, not a bad good night. A good bad night. In other okay, so, words, his mm-hmm. floor is so low. Like LeBron, you're always going to get some. Anthony Davis can completely disappear like he did in the second half of that Dallas game. Mm-hmm. Um, what he needs when he has a bad night, have a better bad night. <laughs> does, that not make, does that not make sense? So you're saying that when Anthony Davis has a bad night, his bad night should be a good bad night versus... If he has a bad night, you don't want him to have a bad, bad night. You want him to have a good, bad night. A good, bad night. Bergman, am, am I making sense here? I mean, there's the, actually a nugget of thought in there. No, I'm sure there was a nugget. A nugget. A nugget Small, of, little bit, yeah. tiny one. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I pretty much get what you're saying. No, you don't. I mean, no, Listen, Beto, I mean, you don't get it? A good, Come a, on, have Beto's. a good, bad night. Like, if, you're, if the bad night is all the way at the bottom, have a good have a higher floor have a higher floor look better of the bad nights right if lebron has an absolutely horrendous night yeah what's his line uh he's probably uh well like uh in the in the uh cleveland game he's one of nine from three he couldn't scored what 18 points or something yeah you know that's what you get on a bad night from lebron a bad Mm -hmm. night from lebron still pretty good yeah lebron night from anthony davis he's gone yeah, that, that night against Cleveland, LeBron was 8 for 23 yep. from the field, 1 for 9 from three-point range, and had a grand total of 22 points. So, with LeBron, just statistically, forget about watching and what your eyes told you. Yep. Just statistically. Is that a good night for LeBron James? What was it? What was it? Was he 8 for what? 8 for 23. For 22 points. That's a bad night. Right. Really bad points. night. Yeah, 23 shots to make get 22 points is not good. Right. And also, LeBron has this thing where at the end of games, he wants to hit the dagger three. Yeah, every he loves su- that dagger three, He loves three, the dagger he? three, and he misses the dagger yeah, three. Yeah, he does. Way too often to be taking that all the time. Yeah, he is mm-hmm. a big dagger three guy. Right, but he makes the right decision every single play that he's on the floor. He's never made a mistake. Everything he does is the right thing to do. Right? Generally speaking, he makes the great basketball play. Most of the including time, yeah. the pass to Cam Reddish. Okay. All right. That was the right play. Sure. 100% that was the right play. Sure. That was the right play. Sure. Wide well, open man the right in the play. corner. I, I, in fact, I'm offended that the two of you guys would have the audacity <laughs> to, you know, to criticize LeBron and the dagger three. <laughs> that was. <laughs> takes guts. I'm not criticizing LeBron. You are and criticizing. The dag- well, I am. I, the dagger three. Put it this way. You now have a better chance of getting canceled than I do about my Dolly Parton take. Yeah. No, Look, one you're of nine from three means you probably should lay off the three. Yeah. The, Not your name. You're allowed to criticize LeBron if he has a bad game. You're allowed to criticize Anthony Davis if he has a bad game. But for the most part, LeBron does make the right choice 
typically. And yeah. that and the Cam Reddish play was the right choice. But taking the dagger three, that was the wrong choice. No, he stop. gave the game back to Cleveland so that Donovan Mitchell could miss a fifteen footer. Stop. Don't even please don't say that. Why? It was a because bad play. you're wrong. Because LeBron has already told us he makes the right play every single time. Do you wait a minute? So I think LeBron makes the play. I I mean I'm sure there are moments where he you know has a bad turnover or whatever. There there are even moments. that's the right play. Even when he turns the ball no, over, no. it's the right play. Yeah, it's, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, what are you doing? That's LeBron. Yeah, I'm, but but I mean, what are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? What what do you, what where, what's going on? I'm telling you that LeBron makes the right play every time. He told us you that. sound insincere about it. Very. Well, he said he said that all the basketball savants out there that don't know anything about basketball. Yeah, he's alerting all of us, me included. I make the right play every time, so I have to yield to the king. Do I not? Uh, you probably should. In most cases, yes. Yes, you probably should yield to the king. But not on these but, uh, every single dagger three. That but you're takes. totally allowed to be critical of what LeBron does out there. Okay. Just like you're, you're allowed to be critical of Dolly Parton, I suppose. I mean, LeBron gets pissed, though, when I cr- criticize. I don't think he's actually talking to you, Cappy. Oh, I'm going to have to disagree, Mace. Oh, my God, Cappy. Mace, you know, this time of the day, you're a delusional between person. like between like one and four PM, yeah. LeBron's getting treatment. Oh, and you think he's under But, but he's, from about he's four to us. about four till about five thirty, that's that's his Sedano and Cap time. I see. And so you'll hear LeBron comment oftentimes in post games, and uh George will then take that sound, replay it for me, and go, He is talking to you. Oh, I heard that. I heard so him try, play try that. Trying to explain to everybody that everybody listens to this station. Everybody listens to this entire radio station all day long. And he was talking specifically about you. Okay. I didn't say it. Yeah. I mean, we already know Rob Palenka listens for well, what, Palenka what time? Well, Palenka listens to what From time? 4 to 5. 4 to 5, 4 that's, 5 right. PM. that's right. That's, that's right. Palenka time. Yeah. Jeannie locks in for the entire show. Whole show. Whole show. From no, 1 to 4? Not. Yeah. Even when she's on the other shows. She's a big 1 to 4 <laughs> person. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to do... Oh, let me do one thing before we go. I'm, I'm going to make a wager, a mythical money bet on the Lakers tonight. I'll send this to you, uh, Bergman. It is a five-leg parlay. Five-leg oh, parlay. Five-leg parlay. You're making it difficult on me. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to write 10. How much are you putting? 10K? I'm putting 10K. Okay. Lakers plus six tonight against Philly. I, actually, okay. we should make it six and a half, right? Yes. Why? Who's setting the lines? Uh, we well, always want a hook. We always want a hook. Oh, you guys want a hook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go under the 231.5. Under 231.5 points. I'm going to go Embiid over 32.5, AD over 23.5, and LeBron under 7.5 rebounds. Wow. That's the bet. Um, and by the way, whenever we do mythical money bets, it's brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members go to prizepicks.com slash 710. Use code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You're a big Prize Picks guy, right? Oh, Mace. Um, right now, for those that are watching on YouTube, I've got my Prize Picks coffee mug right next to me. Oh, really? Uh huh. And I never watch a show on you. I can't watch myself. Oh, dude, I watch the whole thing. Oh, my God. I'm such a Let dork. me tell you what happened to me myself. yesterday. Speaking of prize picks, do I have a second here? Yeah, please. Bergie, do I have a second? Oh. No. Uh, do it later. So okay, you, have to, you have a Yamavada read right Yeah, now. you have a Yamavada no. read. Right, and we're wait till I tell you what happened and... to me yesterday, Mace. You're not going to believe it. Okay, that's coming up. Uh, and What's Up, Fool's coming up next, too. Mason and Ireland. Actually, it's a combo plate. Mason and Cappy. What's up, Fool? 710 ESPN. Yeah, and speaking of Yamava, we will be there on Thursday. So it's me, Mace. Greg Bergman, corporate Greg Bergman, that is to you. Uh, Lindsay Baseball 
and Christopher Arthur Morales. The entire Mishbucha is going to be live starting at 12.55 p.m. from the 909 Sports Bar. That's where we're, we're at every Thursday night for Thursday Night Football. It just so happens with the schedule, we're going to do a combo plate, which is perfect, Mace, because guess what? Um, they have a restaurant there, one of four, called Tai Chi. Oh, nice. And I like to take the, um, I like to take the chicken dish, the Kung Pao chicken, and I put it together with the beef and the broccoli, mm. and then these really, really good green beans and some fried rice, and I have a combo plate. Wow, that's beautiful. So we're going to eat a combo plate while performing a combo plate at the 909 this upcoming Thursday. Broadcast starts at 12.55 p.m. Be there at Yamava Resort and Casino. We'll see you there, sucker. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks, Morales. All right, so this last weekend, uh, my daughter's birthday was two weekends ago, November 18th, and I wasn't able to get her her birthday present until this last weekend where she wanted roller skates, like old-school roller skates. Old-school skate. four-wheels. Four four-wheels, side-by-side nice. roller Stopper in the front? Three's Stopper com- in the front, the whole thing. Style, yes. right? They actually look like they were from Three's Company. Nice. They had, like, the rainbow on the side. But, the are they, but they're pink, not, like, the tan pink. brown, like, rentals at the no, skating no, rink? No, no, they okay. weren't. The br- they were bright pink with a rainbow on the side. Did the she four skate wheels. down to the Regal Beach? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But That's the bar sure. that Jack Tripper used to hang out at. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so I got those for her, and she really wanted to do it, and she ended up having like lessons on Saturday, too. But we went on Friday, and we were going around this roller rink. What are we doing? What is the point of this? You, you go around in a circle like four times. You're like, all right, I'm done. I can't keep going oh, around no, in a circle. Oh, you're, you're all wrong on and this. And over no. and over again. So wrong. No. What is the point? Okay, Cappy, what are we doing? All right, first of all, let's talk about roller skating. Number yes. one. You said your daughter had roller skating lessons? Yeah, on Saturday. How much? Uh, $35. How long? Uh, 45 minutes. I'll do it for 20 bucks. You'll do it for 20 bucks? Because You're let me tell you come something. Come up and do I'm it? A, you can grab my Peloton? I'm a master roller skater. I'm actually really good, too. Mace, let me tell you what we need to Don't do. Don't shake your head, Beto. I'm really good. You're Mace? not athletic. I'm not listening to you. Mace? I'm a great roller skater. No. Here's an idea, Mace. Okay, ready. Let's do a combo plate from a roller skating I'm, rink. I'm for it. Okay. I'm absolutely for it. Roller skating is great. Let me tell you why roller skating is great, Bergie. Because you see, to you, you go around in a circle four times and you're done. See, to me, I go around in a circle four times. Then I turn around. I go in a circle four times backwards. Then sometimes I might put my two feet facing opposite directions and go four times What about a couple skate? Do you ever do a couple skate? Oh, I love a couple skate. I had my first kiss on skates. Lori Cope never knew what hit her. Really? Yeah. No, it, it was a very romantic night. My very first romantic night was on roller skates with Lori Cope. Roller skates are Shots amazing. Shots out to you, Lori. Yeah, and, and roller, sk- 
Roller skating back in the 80s was awesome. Oh, my God. Every Friday night, we went to Ohio Skate, what it was called. Yeah. It was a big deal. So, yeah, Dude, you're missing it. out on the whole roller skating I mean, I, I did it for the two hours that we were there on Friday, but it's Moonlight I'm so glad, Rollerway. I'm so glad that uh, that it's now four wheels instead of yeah, rollerblades. So I never rollerblades. Yeah. See, no. if it was rollerblades, I'd be all in. I was, Why? I, was very, I played roller hockey. I was really good So what's good the problem with the four skates rather than the four no, it's just in like, line? It's, it's hard. I learned how to actually go backwards, so that was kind of cool, but I'm just – it's. Just circles and circles and no, circles. No, it's good. It's no, it's good. You got to yeah. listen. First of all, you got to learn how to shuffle. Like you, shuffle. What is a shuffle? You don't know how to shuffle. What is what is a shuffle? A shuffle is when you roller skate, but you have to have the right beat. So it's like one, two, right, one, two, left, one, two, right, one, two, and then you start to look like you're jamming. You know what I mean? Yes. And then you turn around a little bit. You show off a couple of moves here and there. You don't understand, Bergie. Back in the '80s. I'd rock a really tight pair of Jordache jeans. Yep. I put a, a a brush in the back of my pocket, bro. I would comb my hair and brush my hair while I was out there skating. You don't even get it, bro. You should you, bring you your bring your skates with you tomorrow. What, up here. what for? What, I want to see him roll in the shorts. I want to see him roller skate around LA Live. I don't really have any skates, but if you let me use your daughters, I will. Yeah, they're I mean, probably I, too small for I you. I would do it if I. We, we can go rent skates. At hey, a you know what? It's a great place. Hey, to, listen. Let's go to Glendale, okay. the Moonlight Rollerway. Okay. And we'll go there. Excellent. Dude, next combo plate after Yamaba this Thursday. Yeah, we're going to go roller skating. Yeah, it's a good one. No chance you go roller skating. I'm a Dude, he will definitely roller skate. And you skate. know what song I want to. I want to. When I was uh, big at the roller skating rink. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Michael Jackson's Off the Wall album. Okay. So all the songs Great were album. like off of off of that album. It's like, what's the big song? That one? You mean that one? That's actually what it's called. It's called. No, you guys know which one. Mace, you know what the big song for me was? Egypt is the place to be. Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. That and Rapper's Delight. Yeah. Rapper's Delight was big back then, too. It was, yeah. Let's do it, Mace. Okay, I'm Let's for talk it. to the fun and games department. Okay, let's get Tommy. Shouts out to you. I What's just, up, food? I've just, I don't know, everybody says shouts out to you, so, or is that shouts an Ireland out. thing? No, it's shouts more of everybody a, thing. Oh, yeah, shouts shout out, out to you. Okay. All right, so. Even uh, shouts out to the girl that you gave the first kiss to. Oh, Larry right, Cope, shouts out to you. Didn't know what hit her. <laughs> Very <laughs> Something romantic, happened man. over this weekend that I've never seen before in the uh, Spurs and Clippers game. Take a listen. Excuse me for a second. Pops Can on we the mic. Stop all the booing. Let these guys play. It's our class. It's not who we are. Knock off the booing. Yeah, so Pop interrupted the game while yes. Kawhi was shooting free throws. Saw this, tell the yeah. fans to stop booing. This blew my mind. Have you guys ever seen this? And what do you think about this? Never have seen it. Now, afterwards, I, originally I thought, oh, he's defending Kawhi because Kawhi was a great player for him and obviously finals MVP. Then, after the game, he said he was doing it because you don't poke the bear. He wanted everybody to stop booing because you don't poke the bear. I thought it was very weird that he would get up and try to interrupt the crowd regardless of their reaction to Kawhi Leonard. I think Pomp is a jerk, and I think that, that because he's been so successful for so long, he's allowed to be a jerk, kind of like Bill Belichick's allowed to be a jerk. But this whole notion of that's not who we are, here's what I'd be like, uh, excuse me? Actually, that is who we are. Yeah. Because you know what? We had a really great team, and he was a really big part of it, and then all of a sudden he didn't play, and he said it was because you guys and your medical team sucked, and we all thought that he just didn't want to play for you guys anymore. Yep. And so now that he's back, yeah. and he's already won another championship Go. since he left us, yes. you know what? Boo. Yeah. Boo. Boo. And by the way, that is who we are, Pop. Why do you have to dictate who we are? What yeah. are you, our coach too? I thought, I thought it was really weird. Really see, weird. See, I've never Mace, seen it. There's never, I don't remember I'll give a you comp one. to that. No, I'm going to give you a comp. Okay. 
Okay, and you're going to remember this. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals are playing the Cleveland Browns. Okay. In Cincinnati and Riverfront Stadium. Right. Sam Weish is the head coach of the oh, Bengals. Oh, wow. Yeah, Sam Weish. And, and people were throwing things on the field. Yeah. And Weish grabs the microphone and says in the PA, hey, knock it off. This isn't Cleveland. Ooh. You don't remember that? No. Cleveland alert. Cleveland alert. Yeah, that's that's a tough take. Somebody will find it. Somebody will find that and post it on uh, in, in the Circle of Trust. Sam Weish criticizing the Bengals fans, saying this isn't Cleveland. Wow, that's a good one. This is the oh, song yeah. that I skated mm. to. Oh, yeah. Didn't shuffle, Mace. You got to shuffle. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Shuffle a little bit. Bergie, then I turn around, I skate backwards. Yeah. Yeah, the backwards skate. Tough. Hey, we're going again this Saturday. Tough. If you want to come, either Friday or Saturday. You, you know what? Come. Saturday, I'm going to be up because um, I'm going to be, you know, hanging with my my buddies over at the Cleveland Browns for the day on Saturday. Oh, nice. So then, so come, maybe I'll come up and skate. Yeah, come up and skate in Glendale, Moonlight Rollerway. Yeah, I, I like it. I I like it. All right, what do you? What's up, Foo? Beto's in here. He doesn't like my roller skating. I liked your moves. Yeah, I actually have really good moves. Is there anything else for what's up, Foo? What's up, yeah, you want another one? Yeah, one more. I got one more for you. So uh, Adam Scheffler, Scheffler said today that he believes seven to ten head coaches will be fired this Ooh. year after uh, Frank Wright got let go earlier today. To me, I think Brandon Staley's got to be next. Yep. But seven to ten head coaches fired after this season, that's a third of the league. That's a lot, right? Mm-hmm. It is a lot. It's a really tough job, and it's a very mediocre – there are a lot of really mediocre teams this year and lower-end teams that I think they do need to clean out their coaching staffs and, and start over. There are, there are a number of start-over teams in this, uh, in this league right now, Captain. Hey, Brian Cohen, let me tell you something, man. I take great offense to what you just said. All right, I take Staley? that personally about Brandon Staley. <laughs> You're a big Brandon Staley guy? Brandon Staley should get a contract extension. <laughs> Brandon Staley – let me tell you something. Last night, I got done watching this Chargers-Ravens game, my Ravens, yet again, beating up on the Chargers. Beautiful. And there's a point in that game where the Ravens are up by three. They choose to try and kick a field goal, a 44-yard field goal, automatic with their kicker, Justin Tucker. Automatic. For whatever reason, they get on the field late, they rush the operation, and Tucker doesn't go through his whole pre-kick ritual and misses the kick. And it is like... The, the broadcast can't believe what they've just seen. Justin Tucker missed a kick from 44 yards. It was fourth and one. It was a terrible coaching decision by John Harbaugh to kick it. He should have gone for it and right. gone for the kill. But instead, he gave the Chargers another chance, 13-10, and they couldn't do anything with it. And let me tell you something. It's been like five games this year, maybe even six, where the Chargers have a chance for a game-tying or game-winning drive, and they can't come up in the clutch. Right. So... Brandon Staley, he didn't fumble the ball. Keep Brandon Staley. He, he didn't. He didn't fumble. He didn't. You know. He's he didn't getting give canned. Up Let's be honest. He's getting canned. God, I hope not. He's uh, so fun. He is fun to. He's so fun. He's fun the way he screws things up. And I swear to you, I waited for the post game press conference like as if it was LeBron after a game. I couldn't wait to hear what Brandon Staley was going to say. But none of the LA media could get under his uh, under his skin this week. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. All right. Uh, coming up next for you. Let's. Uh, I oh, saw something Mason. great on TV last night. What? Mace, I have to tell you something. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell you who I took a Peloton class with yesterday. Oh, okay, good. Oh, somebody famous? You're going to be really jealous. Okay, we'll do that coming up too. Mason and Ireland, it is actually a combo plate. Me and Cappy, 710 ESPN.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's a combo plate. And uh, it jamming. is Million Dollar Monday. Why don't you just say the name? Uh, Hector Loretta from Irvine is on the line. All right. And- Hector. Hector, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Did we press it? No. Hector, Hola, good Hector. afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. How's it going? Going great. So uh, you have now won a pair of tickets to see a big game at SoFi. On top of that, you got a shot at a million bucks. Hector, what is your Super Bowl prediction? I'm going to go 49ers 34, Miami 17. Ooh. Oh, that's good. I like that, man. That's a good call. All right, so Hector, and say the last name, Bergman. Loera. Okay. Uh, Hector. 49ers 34, Miami 17. Good luck, man, on Million Dollar Monday. Enjoy the big game. You guys rock. You guys are awesome. Yeah, Hector. You're awesome too, buddy. I wish we had him on every day. You're awesome, man. That's what I need. I need that affirmation. 34-17, San Francisco over Miami. That's going out on a limb. I like that. Um, So this is just a weird thing I noticed yesterday, Cappy. Tell me. I'm I'm flipping around. I was checking in on the Raiders. And... uh, I go to the Raiders box score on ESPN, mm-hmm. and the score is thirty Kansas City 31, Raiders 17. Mm-hmm. Two minutes left in the game. They're only 99.9% chance to win. <laughs> I'm like, why is that not 100? Why don't they just go to 100%? They're up 34-17 with uh, two minutes left. To me, that should be 100% over. Mm-hmm. But, but the analytics are stupid. Happen. Yeah, Maze- not, not that much can happen. Well, I mean, think about it. The Raiders score a touchdown. It's it's 31-24. They get an onside kick. They throw a Hail Mary. They uh, they they score the touchdown. They get the two-point so conversion. Really they walk out a winner. percent You know, that was an interesting game, by the way, only because Kansas City was an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, yeah. and the Raiders jumped out to a 14-0 lead. They did. And I'm like, hmm, wait a second. This team is playing for this coach. And then they you talk about like taking the wind out of your sails. Bergie, I don't know if you remember this, but they missed a short field goal, the Raiders. Yeah. And they and this actually may have been it may have been seven nothing at that point, but Daniel Carlson missed a tiny little short field goal. And it just was such a such a demoralizing play. And then Kansas City just does what they do, which is, you know, they have the ability to come back on anybody because yep. they've got Mahomes. Yep. And they just ham slammed the Raiders after that. Yeah. So once it got to fourteen nothing, I was I felt good. I felt like okay, here we go. This is they're playing well, but you just knew the other shoe was going to drop. And once they got their first touchdown, it was like all right, here they come. It's just over and over and over again, and nothing to back Kansas it up. Kansas City this time of year, yeah, just plays. They just play, and Mahomes is in form, and he doesn't they lose in great. December very often, right? No, they don't. Yeah. I think they've got some crazy record in yeah. November and December. Uh, success. Yeah. All right, so real quick, I wanted to give a shout out to mm. LAFC. Last night, I'm nice. flipping. I was on Apple, and I'm flipping around, and they say you can watch the game. And I'm not a subscriber to the MLS package, mm-hmm. but you could watch it for free 
Uh, and I watched the second half of the LAFC game last night. They beat Seattle one nothing. And let me tell you something. One nil. Maxime Cropo. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable performance at goalie. I mean, they were so all over him, and he was able to tip that ball away over and over again. He was just unreal. So congratulations to LAFC. They advanced to the Western Conference Finals. It's this week at BMO. Do we know who they're playing this week, or is it not yet determined? Uh, it is. Give me one second. I've, I had it. Go ahead. It just yeah. means that none of us know. Hey, um, what, when is Houston the game? Do Dynamo. we know? The Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo uh, this weekend at What's, BMO. What, which day? Do we know which day the game is? It's the second. Whenever it's, it's, it's Saturday. It is Saturday at okay. 6.30. It's going to be uh, on the stream. You can hear it on the LA, on the ESPN LA app on the okay. LAFC stream. Okay. I may go. I may, I may go, to go the game. too. I may go. I'm contemplating going. Yeah, me too. Well, we're going to be giving away tickets on the station Are this we? week. Yeah. Okay, nice. Probably on Travis and Saliwa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I we have go. like a box or something? Yeah, we got a suite. What's the deal? No. But we have oh, tickets I, no, to no, give come away. Come on. We got to have a suite. We don't have a suite? Does uh, Jacob have a suite? We mu- Jacob definitely has a suite. You, when Jacob's in tomorrow, you should yeah. ask him Let's if he has a suite. Let's crash Jacob's suite. Well, I'm going to crash your suite, too. Do it. I am, too. Yeah. Do it. I'm totally I am, too. It. Me and Robert and Rachel are coming. Now, you had what was the other thing you wanted to get to here? Well, let me tell you what Real quick, real quick. The most unbelievable athletic achievement of the weekend i mm-hmm. sent you guys this bicycle kick from the Sorry. man U game is that not crazy you know um i remember when as a kid seeing pele, pele. do a bicycle kick yeah and thinking there's no one who's ever going to be able to do think anything like that ever again yep bicycle kicks have become like a thing now yeah like it like it's actually like a really incredibly powerful shot the video that you sent me when i watched i went oh because that ball was crossed from all the way out on the other side of the field. And when the dude bicycle kicked, he blasted that ball like 25 yards into the upper right corner of the net. It was insane. I have no idea how you do that. How you pluck that ball out of the air and and kick it to to the uh, net and score. I just don't, I don't even know how that's possible, Bergman. The guy's from Manchester United, right? That's yeah. how you get onto a team like Manchester United. He's only 19 <laughs> years yeah, old. Yeah, 19. If you can do things like that, you go to the big the big places. And yeah. The, the announcers, by the way, said um, he should retire now because he will never have another <laughs> shot like that in his career. He has that shot for the rest of for his the life. Rest of yeah. his life. Truly That's incredible. Amazing. All right, so, Cappy, you had uh, your, your Peloton. Well, I'd like to talk about this for yeah, a moment, please. if I may. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bergie. <laughs> yes, you may. Bergie, I know that you uh, you are not into your Peloton anymore. No, I mean, I might try and pick it up again. Oh, come on. <laughs> You've already given it away. I have, No, it's still in the house. Well, I may be coming to get it on Saturday. Okay. Because, Mace, have you heard about this? I have negotiated a deal yeah. to help Bergie by removing his Peloton that now just simply you know hangs like you know, wet clothes on. Right. You know, it's a towel rack sure. for, for Bergie. Sure. And I'm going to take that Peloton and I'm going to deliver it to Morales' house because I want to, I want to monitor Morales's exercise. Yeah, I think we've got to. I think we've got to check on uh, Morales. Yeah, he, he had a rough lose, summer. He needs to lose a bunch of weight. He told me he wants to lose like 30, 40 pounds going into the new year. So Bergie has offered up his Peloton. Okay. Yeah. However, oh let god, me, what I would pay for video of Morales on the Peloton that would be awesome. It's a weird thing to watch. It is. It would be a weird <laughs> thing to see. Well, let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. Okay. Um, I I go to get on the Peloton yesterday morning. Because it's, uh, you know, the, we're kind of getting to the end of the weekend of, of Thanksgiving. And yep. I've eaten nothing but, I mean, bread and carbs and pumpkin pie from Costco, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I go to get on my Peloton. I'm very, um, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, Mace. Sure. I go to Alex Toussaint and his Club Bangers class. Yep. 
I like Jen Sherman and a nice yacht rock class. Yep. And Olivia Amato will really put me through like a hit and hills. Olivia, class. yeah. Olivia, she's amazing. She wears all these sparkly things all over her skin. She's so hot. Uh, Beto, jump in here. Beto, Beto's here. He's like, let's go. Just let's get, get to, to the, the point. point. Let's go. Hey, hey, Beto, I'm going to dictate the time of this story. Okay. Do we, we got to break in right? two minutes? On, let's on go. the Lakers pregame show or the postgame show? I don't you do dictate. the pregame. I'm just here right? as a regular listener. Hey, I paid a hundred dollars to sit in here with Mason to watch the show. Let's go. Hey, it's Land like the it's, plane. It's like Sedano says. <laughs> it's like it's like Sedano likes to say. Can I talk? Yeah, Can you're I talking talk? too much, though. Can Let's go. It is my show. You took show. the class with who? We yeah. don't need the background. Yeah, who'd you, take the sh- who'd you take the class with? That's right. Get to the get to the point. Can, Can I, I talk? Get on- it's my yes. show. So I get on to Peloton, yep. and I decide I'm going to go out of my, my norm, oh, and I'm going to take a turkey burn class. Okay, what does that okay? mean? It oh, just you means, mean so you're don't working ask, off your don't turkey. Don't ask questions. Let them go. All right, Let yeah, go. just go. So, so I decide to take this turkey burn class with an instructor. I have no idea who she is. Yeah. She comes on. I'm into it. And I can see to the left side, there's a very, very big dude in the Peloton class, right? Mm-hmm. Very big guy. Yep. Tall. Got to be like 6'8". Okay. Lean. Looking good. Looking yep. athletic. Um, bald. Uh, bearded. Mm-hmm. White dude. I'm like, is that, is, that, is that? No, it couldn't be. Is that Big Wit? Is that Andrew Whitworth? So, Mace, in the studio in New York City, yeah. the day after Thanksgiving, right? Big wit, Andrew Whitworth was in the class, but I wasn't sure. Was it really him? Was it really him? Do you have a way to talk to him? So I texted him. I texted Big Wit. Okay. And and the reason I texted Big Wit is because we're now like 7-Eleven brothers. Right. You know? Because of the you made 7-Eleven. together. That's right. 7-Eleven broadcast earlier this year. Me and yes. Big Wit exchanged phone numbers. You know what I mean? Oh, nice. Yeah. So I take a picture of Big Wit in the Peloton class, and I say, hey, Big Wit, <laughs> is this you in my Peloton class? And he writes back. Let's get it. So Big Wit must have gone to New York for that Jets-Dolphins game for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And the day after, which was the day that they played, which was the Friday, Big Wit must have somehow, I don't know if it was the Friday or the Saturday, or maybe it was live Sunday morning, Big Wit and I were spinning on the Peloton. Now, Bergie, does that make you not want to give your Peloton to Chris Morales? You, you and Big Wit. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe I'll try it today just to see how I you, feel about it. You, Big maybe Wit. So. Cappy, Alex because Toussaint. he's on there, I feel like I should be on there still. But but Cappy, what I want to know is, does it make it sound better when it was a text opposed to a tweet? Because you tweeted that I did. So so first, so you texted I, I, first and then tweeted. Right, I I confirm <laughs> that it was no, big. Win. I think you actually just tweeted. You didn't text. <laughs> no, I got the text. No, I think yeah. he texted text right him. here. I, you think he's got because that I was at at Seven yeah. Eleven. They talked for a while. They had a good rapport back and forth. Right. But the question is, uh, does Wit know that it was Cappy that texted him? Because he, you know, you don't, especially oh, on Thanksgiving, up, comes up with no, no, he doesn't have name. the number saved, uh, right? So, so, so stranger, so let's it's get a, it. Doesn't sound like, hey, hey, what up, Cappy, my boy, I'm here with you. No, you're, you're so right, you're so right. So here's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Love my fans. You're, you're exactly right. So Beto, I had to send the text to Big Wit. I say Big Wit, and then I introduce <laughs> myself. I go Cap from ESPN LA and Seven you know, Eleven. Your Seven Eleven partner. I swear <laughs> to God, that's exactly what I said. And then I, I sent him a picture. I go, is this you in my Peloton turkey burn class? And he writes back, it is, my man. Because then I said to him, hey, can we get you on the show this week? Let's talk Peloton. Let's talk Rams. Ready to come on anytime. So you see that Mace Peloton the day after Thanksgiving. Did you exercise at all? Screenshot that and send it to um, Bergman, please. I've been doing yoga uh, off a TV 
feed thing, you know, one of those videos you can watch. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you, except, and this, okay, so this yoga teacher says, do I have time for this? Yeah, you do. Okay. You got plenty well, of time. Well, we got to get the game of show. Games, so it's up to you. It's your, it's your game. show. You, so you know how long. We do have game of games coming up. Oh, so, we do? Uh, I'll throw this at you. Can, can I talk? It's my yes. show. Yeah, so the yoga teacher says that the baby toe is hardly ever used. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Do you use your baby toe? Mm-mm. Okay. She says that we are evolving out of baby toes, and in 100 years, nobody's going to have a baby toe. Does that make sense to you? I'll buy that. You buying that? No, Bergman? not at all. It's, it's still that. for balance. It's adaptation. You're not buying it? No. Do you think she's just making it up? Adapting to losing balance by not having a she baby She said toe? in 100 years, we won't have baby toes. No. It's going to evolve off the foot? It's just going to fall. Yeah, it's going to just like, <laughs> shrink. I don't know how it happens, but I know I don't have any toenails on either of my little yeah, baby toes. There, there you go. I uh, anyway, that's just sort of random. I know. The Actually, whole thing the was entire random. show is random. The whole the whole segment was random yeah, for sure. That's okay. Um, we're gonna do game of games. It's my game today. By the way, who's how are we gonna do game of games for the rest of the week? Tomorrow, let's make it Momo. Okay, we gotta tell her. Wednesday, let's make it Cappy. Okay. Thursday, make it Brian. You Friday? Can you do Friday, Bergman? Let's have uh, Ireland do Friday. Oh, but yes, I can have it. Oh, Ireland Friday. can do Friday. Yeah. It's the first day of the month. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Great. Uh, Cappy, you excited? No, I'm not doing it. It is. Yes, you are. No, I can't do it. You are. I can play. I can't. I can't. I can't host. That's a lot of pressure you, for you. You cannot no, write a game. No, don't let him. No, I can't do it. Don't oh, let him. I don't know how hard. you guys do it every day. It we've freaks had, me out. We've had a lot of dim people successfully. But it's games. hard you to come up with the idea, it. the concept, the scoring, all that other stuff. And Tell you're going to put it on Cappy? He's got to right. be texting yeah, Big Wit. that's true. We can't use Cappy. Right. And then he's got to keep score? We'll figure it out. Yeah. Oof. Um, all right. Uh, coming up next is- You're welcome, Cap. Game of games. Beto's hanging out. It's a combo plate. We got Lakers basketball coming up for you at 2.30 pregame with uh, Alan Sliwa as the Lakers take on the Sixers tonight. Uh, we'll do game of games next. Mason and Ireland. Combo plate, 710 ESPN. All right, hey, let me just tell everybody about prize picks real quick. Mace, you're going to love this. This past weekend, I was going to try something completely new on prize picks. Okay. I was going to go for the big home run. Mm. So I did what's called a six-pick entry, and I played what's called flex play. Now, okay. here's what happened. C.J. Stroud, um, the Houston quarterback, yeah. he won for me because he, he couldn't have any interceptions. That was a win. Okay. Derrick Henry. Uh, that was a win. He rushed for more than 72 and a half yards. Okay. So I was, I'm was, i going down this list, and I'm like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. But was it a parlay situation or each yeah. bad individual? No, no. So it's it's a parlay, essentially, and it's six players, okay? Oof. And it cost me $10, but if I can hit it, it's going to win $250. So C.J. Stroud wins for me. Nico Collins, a wide receiver from Houston, wins. Kenny Pickett actually had a great game. Isaiah Pacheco wins. Alvin Kamar, everybody wins, right? Now listen to this. This is unbelievable. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I had him to throw 30 passes. Not completions, not yards, just 30 passes. DTR has thrown 29 passes, gets hurt, leaves the game, doesn't come back in. So they, they set it, the line at 30, and I had him to go more than 30. At 29, he got hurt. He came out of the game. I won five out of six. The $10 play paid 100 bucks, but it could have paid 250 if DTR doesn't get hurt and he throws one more pass. Everybody's playing prize picks. Everybody is loving this game. Here's what you do make your first deposit. They'll match it 100% up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash cappy, K A P P Y. Prizepicks.com slash cappy. They will match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. Get in the game with prize picks. All right, here we go. It is game of games time. Beto is sitting in. Cappy's here. 
producer Brian Bergman as we get ready for Lakers basketball. And this is a game of failure. Famous <laughs> awards. You tell me who didn't win them. Who did not who win did them. Who did not, not oh. win them. Okay, got it. So which one of these pitchers is Cy Youngless? Mm, okay. It is either David Price or Kurt Schilling. Who didn't win the Cy Young, Beto? Schilling. Schilling. Uh, Cappy. Schilling. Schilling. Uh, Bergman. Schilling. Schilling. And Brian. Schilling. Maybe too easy. No. Yeah, he was good in the postseason, not so much his yeah, regular he, season. Yeah, he was never rough. did, and David Price won a uh, Cy Young with the Red Sox. Oh, with Tampa in 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, which of these quarterbacks is MVP-less? MVP-less. It is either Troy Aikman or Matt Ryan. Troy Aikman or Matt Ryan, who never won the MVP. Cappy. Aikman. Cappy says Aikman. Bergman. Aikman. Aikman. Brian. Aikman. Aikman. Beto. Troy. Yeah, maybe these are too easy. Damn. No, we're just guessing. It's 50 yeah, we're just, yeah, we don't really were you know. guessing or did you know? I, know, I, didn't, I know that Matt Ryan won one. Okay. Yeah. Matty Ice. Okay, which of these movies is best pictureless? Oh, we're done. I'm gonna which one of these movies did not <laughs> win best picture? Swag. It is either Shawshank Redemption or Shakespeare in Love. Which one did not win the Oscar? Uh, let's go to Bergman. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank. Brian. Let's go Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. Beto. Shawshank. Come on now. Shawshank. Cappy. Seems like a trick question. I'll go Shawshank as Shawshank well. Shawshank is absolutely the right Shakespeare answer. Shakespeare and yeah. Love, didn't they win over uh, Saving, Saving Private Ryan? Private Ryan. Yeah, that that just sounds like a movie that would be all farcy fartsy. Everybody's going to vote for them. That was annoying. I never even saw that movie. No, no clue what it is. Okay, so the score is Beto 3, Captain yeah. 3, Bergman 3, Brian 2. Here we go. Well, which, Brian. Of, which of these musical artists is Grammy-less? No idea. There's a lot of S's there. Uh, a lot of <laughs> And I have a Grammy-less on top of everything else. Grammy-less. It is either Katy Perry or Doja Cat. Who has never won a Grammy? Mm. Oh, that's easy. Uh, we start with Brian. Uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Uh, Beto? Katy Perry. Katy Perry, he says with confidence. Cappy? Yeah. I'm going to also go Katy Perry. Katy Perry go. and Bergman. Yeah, I'm going Katy Perry also. Katy Perry is the right answer. Yep, never won <laughs> no a Grammy. Brian. Doja Cat. These are really easy except for no, Brian. No, that was... No, no, they're that just was guesses, no Maze. There's two of them. <laughs> this Everybody's guess. guessing yeah, right. right. 50-50. Yeah. Okay, which of these NBA stars... Is defensive player of the yearless? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Who didn't win the defensive player of the year in their career? It is either Patrick Ewing or Meta Artest. I think was what he's going by now. Patrick Ewing or Meta Artest. Beto, who never won defensive player of the year? Uh, Ewing says Ewing. Cappy. I'm also going to say Ewing. Ewing. Bergman. I am also saying Ewing. Ewing. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Too I will easy. also say Ewing. Too easy. Ewing. Yeah, that's too easy, right? Yeah, Artest was. One of the best defenders. Yeah. Can I make this too easy? Ever. No, we're just guessing really well today. You're we're fresh. It's a Monday. Really we're good. Well. Okay, which of these NFL players is Super Bowl-less? Oh. It is either Tony Gonzalez or Tyrod Taylor, who never won the Super Bowl. Uh, we start with Cappy. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. Bergman. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. Brian. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Lauren Sanchez is ex-boyfriend. Lauren Tony Gonzalez. That is correct. Yeah. No, you guys. Well, Tyrod won mistakes. with the the Giants. Didn't yeah, you? he won with Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. In 2012. Yeah. yeah he played for the Chiefs, right? I got a few more. What a career Some, that guy's had. Somebody's bound to miss here. Nah, we're good. Which of these MLB stars is MVP-less? Who never won the MVP? It is either Derek Jeter or Andrew McCutcheon. We start with Bergman. Jeter. Jeter. Uh, Brian. Jeter. Jeter. Yeah. Beto. Jeter. Jeter and uh, Cappy. Yeah, I guess for the sake of staying in, in, in the game, I'll just go Jeter, too. Yeah, uh, it is Jeter. Yeah, you let's guys, all stay together and go against me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you guys are all seven for seven. We're fantastic. It's not Brian. It's not Brian, Brian. He's five for seven. Him and Doja somebody. Okay. Which actor 
huh. is Oscarless. Oh, done. Which actor is Oscarless? It is either Colin Firth or Robert Downey Jr. Which one never won the Oscar? Uh, let's see. We go to the leaders here. Let's go Beto. Whoever Colin Firth is. Says Colin Firth never won. Yeah, whoever Kay. that is. Cappy. I'm going to go Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Bergman. I'm trying to think of what Robert Downey Jr. would win for. I'll go Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Brian? I'll go Colin. Colin is the wrong answer. Oh, it is. oh yeah. Cappy and I. It is now a two-man race. So who's Colin Firth? Who is it? Uh, Colin Firth won for the King's Speech in 2010. Robert Downey Jr. is probably going to be nominated this year for Oppenheimer. He's a British actor. British actor. Yeah. King's Speech. Oppenheimer. Way to keep it updated here. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Let me Google. Which of these NFL, this is the last one. Oh! It's Beto 7, Cappy 8, Bergman 8, and Brian, you're done. Ah. Sorry, oh, no. come on, Brian. Help come me on, out. BC. Do better. Okay. Next time. Which of these NFL players is rookie of the yearless? Who didn't win rookie of the year? It is either Randy Moss or Eric Dickerson. Who did not win rookie of the year? We start with one of the leaders, Cappy. Randy Moss. Randy Moss, Bergman. Oh, God, he had such a... Yeah, I'm going to go Moss also. Moss never won. E.D. Beto, E.D. SMU, baby. You you went with the one you had to, but it's Randy Moss. Oh! Eric Dickerson. Went nine won. for nine, Cappy. Eric, Cappy! Eric Dickerson, 1983, won Rookie of the Year. I think I made the game too easy. Mace, no, what are they called? Just guess, Mace, Mace, what's it called when you get them all wrong? Uh, that, that's called a Curtis. A Curtis. What is it called if you get them all right? A Cappy. <laughs> yeah, from now on, it's called Cappy. Well, I got it all right, too. It's like, oh, yeah. A Bergy. A Bergy. Catman. So now we have a, now we have a tiebreaker. Yeah. And you got to write this down. All right. Uh, okay. This is Bergman and Cappy. Okay. Write, write this write down. down. You got a pen, Cappy? I do. I'm just trying to find the uh, blank piece of paper. Got it. Here's the question. How many TD catches did Randy Moss have in his career? Closest? Oh, wow. Not oh, wow. closest without going over, just closest. Write down a number. Ooh, let's Ooh. go. Okay. Done? Got it. Okay. Bergman, what's your I number? I think I went way too high, but I did 301. 301. Cappy? I wrote 130. 130, and the correct answer, 156, ah, which means wow. Cappy. Yeah. Oh, way too high. Wow. Way too high. Wow. Nice job, Cappy. Wow. Hey, you know, by the way, Cappy, this is worth two. Yeah, this is yeah. worth two, sir. You're so, really on the board. Oh, my God. Where am I at? You are, I have it right, you it's are It's got to be like my one. fourth win of the year, or of the month. Let's see, you are at, right here, there it is, Cappy has four. You're tied for the lead. Whoa! Oh, my God. Cappy, you and could be, win the week. Let's go, Cappy. And because you won on Monday, you get to write the tomorrow's game. No, no I can't do that. Wednesday's can't game. Do that. You get to write Wednesday's game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, hey, Cappy, fun today, man. A lot of fun. I'll see you on Thursday. Well, I'll see you tomorrow in studio, but yep. Thursday, we'll be at Yamavai, you and me. We're going to have a good time. I am really excited about that. And uh, I'm sure a lot of Circle of Trust people will be out there, right? I'm sure. And we're going we're gonna to do a combo plate, and we're going to eat a combo plate. Yeah. And, by the way, I, I think I've heard from people in the mafia that are going to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, be a nice gathering. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. That's Thursday at Yamava. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Alan Sliwa is coming up for you with Lakers pregame. The Lakers are in Philadelphia tonight. Joel Embiid versus Anthony Davis. Which Anthony Davis is going to show up for this matchup? It is coming up for you in just 90 minutes. And Slee will, will take you the rest of the way. I'm back here tomorrow at 1 with Ramona Shelburne. This has been your combo plate on 710 ESPN.